0: to him the sin clouds rolled away it's just like Jesus to roll the clouds away it's just like Jesus to keep me day by day it's just like Jesus all along the way it's just like his great love sing forever of Jesus, love divine, of all his care and To keep me day by day. It's just like Jesus all along the way. It's just like his great love. Amen. You may be seated. That's a blessing. I was thinking Joy and Jeannie probably like the Lord to roll some clouds away oh, on those no. rainy days <laughs> <laughs> when they're trying to work and it keeps raining. Alright, Elijah, are you ready or yeah? I am ready, yes,
1: you guys, sir. You guys are stuck, or you just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need your own buck. Nope. Oh, all right. Got all here. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. So we're going to be in Colossians. Please turn with me to Colossians. All right, that's ready. Wow. Right Sword drill. <laughs> to yeah, I guess so. Learned I'm alone the preaching. Idea. I lost. <laughs> yeah. Colossians chapter three, and uh, you'll stand with me as I'll read just the few verses that we have. Um, chapter three, verses one to four, we'll just read. Um, it says. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Um, Verse 2. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Um, I'll pray and then you can see it. Alright, thank the Lord for this wonderful day, Lord. Help us to have a good time in your word, Lord. Please speak to us, help us to grow, and uh, show us, Lord, um, a truth in your word and something to add to our faith, Lord. Uh, please help give us something to add. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Alright, I'm just going to record this real quick for my podcast. Alright, so Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Um, I just thought we'd just talk about the details of these verses. I found just lots of conviction and compassion for these verses, um, these four verses. It says in verse 1, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Um, And I just want to say now, um, what are these things above? Just a better understanding on what these things are above that we are to be seeking and looking for and trying to gain and i don't believe it's talking it's um, not speaking against the physical labor that which we do i've talked about that before where it was like oh we got to fill our lives with christ and it's like well that doesn't mean we don't have to do physical labor to build a house or go put money on the table and just the different things that we do to take care of the family and the house is not speaking against that those things um, it says um, it's not uh, just the stuff that we do every single day you know, but I, when it's talking about these things above, it's talking about the mental thoughts, um, the not, yeah, the mental thoughts that drive us every day and every hour, uh, what we do as hobbies, what we do on our personal time and the mental, yeah, the mental thoughts that be in our mind all day. You know, we, um, as I say as human beings, we think, you know, it's just, we always are thinking even when i'm fine when i'm working i'm still thinking you know it's just everything we do we could be doing something very intense with our hands our mind is still sometimes elsewhere it just it's our mind to think but what are we thinking of um the mental thoughts that drive each day all men believe in a god this is my next part is all men believe in a god and give this god preeminence in their lives and in their minds you know either it's the physical labor that we do each day, the food or the mental theoretical and theories, um, who or what is your God today? Who is the God in your life today? Question mark. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying question mark. You know, the question we all can ask ourselves, who is the God in my life today? Who do I think about? Um, What do I think about? You know, and what gives, what do I give all my time into? Um, do we meditate on things of earth? The thing I think of when I'm like, okay, the stuff we think about, or what what's in our mind, it's meditation. That's what I. Um, that's what the Bible, Bible calls it. it. calls it meditation. What do you meditate on? Um, the what just you process in your mind, you dwell on what you think on, you know, day and night. And I just want to ask, do we meditate on things of earth, earthly values, earthly relationships? And earthly apparels, with lives shifting and changing erratically. Does our minds dwell on this earth and everything that comes with living on this earth? Or is it the opposite? Or are we seeking things which are above? Heavenly values, heavenly relationships, and heavenly apparels. With lives standing still with peace and patience, with a passionate love for Christ. Um, Those are the two opposites. Which one are we doing? Now anybody today, any Christian would be like, "Oh, I do the, I do the Lord's will. I do the, I do the top, the heavenly one." But I think it's a good time sometimes in everyone's life. Um, I found this in my own self. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. Looking at myself is just when I get caught up in the wind of things, is just like take a moment to just think, reevaluate my life, yeah. and be like, "Is God the center of my life? Good. Um, does He have preeminence?" Colossians chapter three verse two. It says, "Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth." I was convicted of that. I was like, "Man, that's a convicting verse for me." Um, probably for everybody else, because so I've set a lot of my affection on special foods. You know, we all do that. Oh, this food's amazing. Oh, this is amazing. So good. And uh, I do. Everyone does it for different things. I brought up Milwaukee tools. You know, I get my new favorite Milwaukee tool. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's so amazing. Um, and with, and you know, many things in all our lives. Or you know, like um, I love, like a movie or TV show. I love movies. Some people have books. Some people like games. Everybody has different like hobbies that they enjoy. You know, oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. I like. I want to spend my time in those things. Well, oh, that's am- you know, we always get in this awe, and that's amazing, of course. And um, you know, that's setting our affections on the things of this world. And that's what, that's what affection is talking about. What we see is beautiful, amazing. Oh, what gets us that awe moment? You know, and is it on the things of this world or is it on the things of God, heavenly things? We need to set our affections on things above, heavenly things. And that's what it's asking us in this verse. And as an example, I would choose the opposite instead of the special foods that we have in our lives. Oh, this is amazing food, is ah, I love fasting from the food which God has blessed me with to take upon ah fasting is amazing (laughs) it's the opposite you know yes this food is amazing I guess you could say bad foods too if you want to be like oh I gotta make awe about the bad foods I prefer the fasting over the foods I don't prefer (laughs) and uh, instead of the physical tools that we use in everyday lives how about the spiritual tools that we use to read our Bibles and to understand God every day like just being in awe and using those spiritual tools instead and then um, instead of the television or different things in your life instead being in prayer talking to the Lord and reading the Bible on um, the Lord talking to us are we in awe on heavenly things um, it's just my big question of the day are we in awe of heavenly things um, you know one of the biggest saddest things is when I go to basketball and we play basketball, well, not play basketball, but watch it and stuff like that at the games. And I'm jumping, excited, you know, happy about it. And then I'm like, I hit this point, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just like, and I'm not like that with the Bible. I'm like, oh, when it comes to basketball, I'm cheering and happy and excited. But then when it comes to the things of God, I'm not as excited. It's gonna, yeah, I'm going to church. Yeah, I'm going to read my Bible today. I took that off the list. But then when it comes to, you know, something I enjoy, or I'm in that awe moment, I've had my affection. For basketball, and I fully believe we have all these things in our lives—things that take our affection off—and we're worldly, you know. We have this natural man that likes the affections of this world, and we have to transition that to have the affections of heavenly things, and to have that love and passion for Christ. Um, Colossians chapter three, verse three. The next verse we have it says, "For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God." You know, once the Lord has saved us, we are dead with Him. Galatians two twenty says, "I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me." Um, And I take that verse. You know, that's a verse we could take very literal. You know, I am crucified with Him. Nevertheless, I live. You know, we die, Um, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. He lives in me. You know, I. this is not our life. You know, as we sometimes, I got caught up in this world um, just a few weeks ago and I just caught up in the things of this world and I'm like, you know what, I'm like, this is not my life. I'm stressing it about, I'm freaking out about something and I'm like, you know what, this isn't even my life. I'm like, why am I freaking out about this? This is his life that he's living through me. So I'm like, oh, let's take it back a notch because I'm like, what does Christ want for me? Not what I want for myself. I need to set my affections on heavenly things and put Christ in the center of my life again because he had you know this is not my life this is his he lives in me Amen. in the life of China which, yeah, which and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me um, we owe him our lives um, Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 says for the, to me to live is Christ and to die is gain and that's hard to understand for many people I find it pretty simple. I bet we all, you know, this is, as Christians, we all find this pretty simple. It's hard sometimes for the natural man, I'd say, to understand. To die is to live? What? How does that make any sense? But we understand as Christians that's crucifying our everyday, um, crucifying what we want in every day. Pastor Wiley, I went to their VBS this year, and he had a really good illustration. Um, he had this jar. He did it for a bunch of little kids, so this will be easy for everybody. He had this big jar of rice, and uh, he was—he had, yeah, he had two big jars of rice, and he had two things. One thing to be Christ, God, and then he had another thing which he called um, the world. He's like, "This is the world. This is what I want. This is what we want in our lives. What our life, what we want to be, and then this is Christ's. What Christ wants in our lives, and." Uh, Trying to remember here. Okay, so no, there were two jars. I'm trying to remember correctly. There were two jars. That was our life. The jars were our life. Okay, there we go. The jars were our life. And the rice no wait wait, I'm trying to think. Hey, this is...
0: yeah, I'm glad you work well for kids. <laughs> but now I'm trying to figure Organics out <laughs> understand it. Why yeah, it? you're right. I, right.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll stop yeah, there, because I'm not explaining this very well. <laughs> I know. No, it's yeah. I'll just start I'll use a different example another time. Okay. But you get, you guys know what I mean. By it means dying to self means giving Christ what He wants in our lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as an adult, I should just say that because everyone understands that. I'm not explaining to a bunch of little kids, or am I? No, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just um, kidding. Some are babes in Christ. Right. Yes, ma'am. We have to realize that we are nothing as we come to the, you know, come to this, you know, as we come to this and realize this is not our life. This is his. We have to come to this point that we realize that we are nothing. You know that we are broken and that we're we're nothing without him, and that he is everything. You know the Bible says we are but grass that will wither away, and we must come to the place where we need to see ourselves as broken. All manner of men are broken. Men um, sin in the garden. You know that's the example. Men are all men. All manner of men are broken. Um, We sin in the garden and it's broken our relationship with christ is broken um broke the relationship with god and that with christ he will um, we will realize that we um of course again we are nothing but with god we are something and that when we are broken with christ we are mended you know he's the one who changes our lives and fix it so the more we add christ into our lives our lives lives will start to mend together and be a lot better. And sometimes we don't see that. And that was a prior past Wild's example. You know, we are like, oh we want what we want. And sometimes we try to fill ourselves with what we want. But then as we come to realize if we start to fill ourselves with Christ and what he wants in our lives, you know what Christ rewards us with some of the things that we want and we still get to be happy. But we should be happy just with him, you know? Um, Colossians chapter three, verse four. Says, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, here is again. He's saying, who is our life? He is. Um, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. And uh, if you just turn with me to Romans, this is our this is our last book. I don't. I'm not going too long. I just wanted to talk about this. Just this meant a lot in my heart, and I was very passionate for just talking about. This is not our life. This is His life, and we get caught up sometimes. I know I got caught up living my life and what I wanted and what I want, what I want, what I want and then I'm like, what does God want in my life? And that takes time in prayer and just spending time with Him you know, when I feel like I'm away from the Lord and I don't know what He wants for my life I'm like, you know what, there's a verse I forget where I might be in Galatians um, draw eye to God and He'll draw an eye to you that verse always comes to mind I'm like, you know what, it's my fault that He's not close to me it's not His fault, it's my fault and I need to draw an eye to him, and he'll draw an eye to me. So Romans chapter 8, we'll be chapter eight, um, verse 4 to 10. It says, That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are of the Spirit the things of the Spirit, the heavenly things. Um, for to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritually-minded is life and peace. We need to have set our affections on God, and having that spiritual mind is that—it's having our affections toward Christ and everything of God, and keeping our mind up in the clouds in heaven. You know, not on this world and the the rotten things and the heartache things and just the things—things things go wrong on this earth. Never, things will never go wrong with Christ. And that's where you always we can always find joy and happiness, is within the Lord. The spiritual mind is life and peace. Um, there you are, life and peace. Romans 8, 7, Because the carnal mind is enmity ani- against God, the enemy. You know, For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Um, Romans 8, 8, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans 8, 9, But ye are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of this. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. The Holy spirit is within us and we have this amazing Christ is within us and this is his life. And his life that we shouldn't be living our life through. You know, we just—I, you know, we just—I think we go up and down. You know, Christian life is a roller coaster. It's not a straight line. It's always a roller coaster, and it's always a battle to stay right on the narrow, and to be strong and just the Lord and putting Him in preeminence in our lives, and that uh, He is to make sure to take a step back and no um, man reevaluate our lives and to be like, what do I think about? What do I spend most of my time in? I read this. Uh, journal or whatnot, uh, somebody talked about, it was about growth, you know, Christian's growth. And he shared different verses, and one of the things, testimonies that he shared was, um, he was he thought himself to be a very high Christian. That was really good. He had a lot of biblical knowledge. And then his uh, pastor asked all the students, he was a student, he asked them all to write down everything they do to the letter, every hour, every minute of what they do every day for several months. Well, he did that. And after... It was over and they took steps back to reevaluate and look in what their life was it was mostly filled of me 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 and he's like and you know he had to share it with the rest of the class wow. and he was it's convicting when you yeah. have to share what you do with to other people other especially other Christians and you feel like that conviction to be like oh I'm hurt to say that that you know I spent that much time on something like that and stuff like that and that usually you know that means it's like and that's what happened to him he was like I got to reevaluate my life and what has needs to have preeminence in my life. And he, you know, he shares that yeah, that's what really brought him back to the Lord, um, and just putting him more and more in his life was just, you know, this is not our life, this is His, yeah. and we got to stop living it like our own. You know, this is His life, and that's all I have for today. So, uh, yeah, thank you for having me up here. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you mind if I close in prayer? Okay. All right. Thank the Lord for this wonderful day, Lord. You've given us, Lord. I pray, Lord, um, help us to live for You and to live, Lord, the life that You've given us, Lord, and to live Your life, Lord. And that we remind ourselves to reevaluate our lives, to um, think and meditate on You, and to give You preeminence in our lives, Lord. Where can we give You preeminence? Lord, if this is this is not our life. This is yours. So, what must we do, Lord? We pray, I'm um, sincerely, Lord, that show us, reveal to us, make it clear to us what we can do, what we can add, what we can change to be more like You, and to uh, give 100% ourselves to You, Lord. Um, this isn't our life. We make all. We live in this rational world that's crazy, and Lord. Um, you give us peace and joy, and uh, I pray that uh, we find our love and passionate passion in you, Lord. Um, thank you for this wonderful day. Bless everybody here tonight, and uh, I'm just have a good time in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.